0: Good evening, everybody. This is Ryan Wilcox, the editor-in-chief of the Valley Forge, here on another episode of Sports 360. And I've got here our immaculate sports editor, John Holiday. How you doing, sir? What's up, guys? Man, a lot has happened the past couple of weeks, bro. It, it's been a busy week, for sure. It's, they're not kidding in the biz when they say the sports world, there's never a dull moment.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: So... Where do
1: you want to start off, good sir? Well, let's start off with probably the biggest and latest news uh, with NCAA basketball.
0: Yeah, where your brackets go to bust the first minute. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, uh, I think I shredded my game or my, my bracket the first, first couple of games. So yeah.
0: I knew I shouldn't
1: have been emotional and I went
0: with OU the first round and who would have thought some, that Rhode Island is still a state and yeah. just threw them out. Why haven't they seceded yet? I, I don't know, man just, I just. that that's for our other podcast
1: yeah um, but yeah let's uh, let's start with the women's basketball um, national championship Notre Dame, Mississippi State Yukon uh, got knocked off early um, which that was surprising yeah because they're like the dominant. Force. Gene, and, coach
0: gene is like the best there ever is yeah. him and him and pat summit are like up there forever like
1: i thought i, I thought i saw a good women's basketball when i watched the ncw or uh, the uh lady golden eagles play but man yeah that would that was some good basketball that's for sure but uh so you kind of got knocked off early and notre dame shocked mississippi state with that buzzer beater oh yeah to, that's true seal the deal um but yeah that was pretty special that was
0: solid so congratulations to uh, to Notre Dame Notre Dame the Fighting Irish gets another one in the bucket I think it's only the second title they've ever won but
1: counts yeah counts it's worthy worthy of Um, known. and, and that, that's why we started off first right right and then the uh, NCAA men's uh, the Cinderella story Loyola Chicago their their amazing run got ended Sister by, Jean by Michigan and the Wolverines Um, yeah it just looked like right away, they just... Uh, Michigan just had a run. I think at some point, a lot of that hype gets to your head. You know, you're like, you feel invincible. You're knocking off these big teams, and, yeah, you know. Unfortunately, UMBC f- felt that too early on. So- <laughs> but, uh, you know. Right, right. It's just special for us, because
0: Chicago is so close, but... I know, and it just... You know the whole sister Jean aspect of it too. Yeah. Just how like I love those uh, the human interest stories of how yeah. someone who's just been a good person for so long finally gets they finally, like they finally gets their time. Yeah. And even though Sister Jean's ninety eight years old, she she's done so much. Good things so come much. to those who wait. So I I'm proud. Like I'm just glad that that's the story that caught on as well. So. Right just the faithfulness of just being a good person. I feel like it's, being good, I feel like is underrated in today's society. Yeah. And that's what makes me sad. So it was cool to see that and Loyola, chi man, get a good run in, Yeah. so.
1: I saw a picture of um, her press conference, uh, like side by side by another one, and hers was like full of people, and the other one just had like two reporters. It Dang. So <laughs> Dang, it was kind of funny. But yeah, uh, uh, we- Moritz Wagner, Wagner's double double uh, ended. Loyal Chicago's run. Um, and he came off the bench,
0: right? I believe?
1: Or no, he's not a bench player. No, he he's started. A he started. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, however, this sort of tenacity in play didn't translate too well to the national championship game. <laughs> uh, losing to Villanova 79 62, um, being outscored both halves. I mean, defense was really the name of the game. Yeah. Because. You know, Villanova t- showed this to Kansas early on in the uh, the Final Four game. You know, oh, and Villanova had what was it a twenty point lead right into the first quarter? Oh yeah. You know, it was it was disappointing because my dad and I were rooting for Michigan because you know that was kind of our sleeper team.
0: Or oh, yeah, I was I was rooting for Kansas to yeah. take on the Big Twelve. Yeah. Hold the Big Twelve true, and
1: I just was like, really, come on, guys. They had they had to pull um, a Kansas football one in on that. One. I know. <laughs> That's a little harsh. Let me take <laughs> that back.
0: Well, one of my favorite tweets was is that someone was like, "At least there's Ku football?" Oh, wait. Question mark. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nope. N- um. Not really. No. Not really. So, uh, Villanova swept past Kansas, and they proved to be one of the best college basketball teams within the past few years, winning two titles in three years. Um, Villanova is title town, right? I mean, it's it's Philly. It's right. You got your Super Bowl. You got your. Uh, national championship now you're just waiting on the 76ers it's trust the process trust the process kind of yeah well maybe we'll see we'll see we'll see um but yeah they, they were led by an incredible effort by Dante DaVinci who did come off the bench scoring scoring that's who I was thinking 31 of. Okay. points yeah uh, five assists and three boards um, 10, 10 from 15 on the field and 5 from 7 uh, from the arc. So he, That's solid. He was just shot lights out. Lights out. out, yeah. lights
0: out. Man. That's what we say in the
1: biz, lights out. I mean, only if Trey Young did that in the first round. Uh, okay. Trey yeah. Young has some great range. It's just, you know, consistency. Is, is,
0: yeah, all right. I hope LeBron, when you're listening this, let me know how that works in the NBA, okay? Yeah. Just to pressure him right off the bat. Uh, okay, <laughs> actually, side note. I want to make a quick note of this. Okay. Because I was talking with one of the professors on campus about this, since it's my job to talk to them. Uh, We were talking about how... It comes with a title. It's true. (laughs) Um, We were talking about how the draft system works, okay? Okay. And and a lot of times NCAA basketball players, unless they're from Kansas, or not Kansas, uh, Kentucky... A lot of them just try to, if they get notoriety, they're one and done. A lot of them are. You don't see, like, a Fred Van Fleet stay in for four years. Like, you don't usually see a lot of that anymore. Which reminds me of Devin Booker, you know. And so we were talking about, is it, like, just the hype behind the NBA that causes players to really just leave early? Unlike football players usually stay four years. Or three to four years. Hockey players usually stay two to four you know it's never just a one and like,
1: it's almost never
0: one and done yeah and, that's, and i don't understand why that's the phenomenon
1: behind basketball that's why they have that the one and done rule i mean and some and that, this is up for debate people are wondering like you should let more people out of high school um i mean that's goes yeah beyond what you were saying you know for college prospects but you know i think it's really up to the 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 choice of the player mm-hmm. and really what's you know in their best interest I mean, there have been plenty of people that have gone to the league and you know are now longer, or they're not, they're longer known as you know a nobody. Yeah. They just kind of fade in the distance and, you know, unlike like you said, if you're unless you're from one of those big basketball schools, then you know you don't really have a lot of credibility behind you. Um, it's true. I mean, you can tell, watching the NCAA today and how corrupt it's become. You know.
0: That's yeah. That's an understatement.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, non-profit organizations yeah. passing oh, billions man. of dollars on but i'm
0: trying to think who the last you know the advertising they make during march madness is i believe the statistic was 16 times more than the super bowl rakes in really 16 times well that's a year round thing too no just during march madness oh just dur- oh, okay wow that's that's different
1: it's insane yeah, non-for-profit, yeah. The last uh, player to be drafted out of high school was Thon Maker, and he wasn't even from the U.S. He's a Sudanese and Australian. He plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. But the l- most, I'd say, notable one is probably Lewis Williams. No, not Lewis Williams. I'm thinking of uh, the guy that plays for the Clippers. Oh,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Uh,
1: Monte Ellis played for the Golden State Warriors and back uh, when he got drafted in 05. Gerald Green plays for the... Rockets now. Bynum, obviously. Dang. But, um You know, a lot of great names can come out of it, but, you know, I, w- I always felt like playing for the NCAA would be a better gra- a better opportunity to showcase your talent, especially in the college arena. Not only that, but like, if the NBA doesn't work
0: out, guess what? You have your associates, or you have your, right. you have you have your to,
1: bachelors. You have something to fall
0: on. It's kind of... It's hard if you don't appreciate school to go back to it after knowing that you washed out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a lot of psychological baggage as well that I feel like is for maybe an, another time. But I just thought that was an interesting note that I was like, more more than anything else, it's it's
1: the NBA, like NCAA to NBA that's one and done more than anything no, else. Yeah, I, I totally see that. I mean, I, I know some uh, NFL prospects will... Uh, leave their program a couple of years early, but it, like you said, it's it's much more notable and seeable in in the NBA. Yeah. Um, so that that was for free. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Comment below. Um, but just a couple of main points I saw in the championship game. Like I said before, defense wins games. You know ask von Miller that that's right for sure you know offense was the clear indication you know as just because of the the sheer offensive power Villanova displayed but a hand in the face equals contested shots equals less shots made it's not yeah. gonna happen each time I mean you have guys like Kobe that can just shoot the rainbow arc over you and yeah <laughs> you know that's it but you know legend you gotta you got to protect the paint you gotta at least attempt block shots you know right right the effort needs to be there and you know if if the offense doesn't see an effort okay they're just gonna blow by you and score the easy points but um Kansas learned this the hard way and Michigan really should have taken a page out of the book for sure um offensive efficiency was a huge factor as well they went three from 23 Michigan did from the arc they were just significantly outplayed percentages shooting pretty much everything and you know, Moritz Wagner, probably arguably their best player, was just not there. And, uh, yeah.
0: I also was kind of disappointed in the way Bill self coached the team, too. Yeah. In that championship game, because you've got like legendary, you're like, you've got a program coach. Yeah. And I just feel like coaches don't get enough credit for what they do. But at the same time, I was like, buddy, you're like, you're like, you've been here before. You're in yeah. the Natty Champs. Like, Swings both ways, yeah. I was like, I, I don't know if your message was the same or got worn out, but you, there, it
1: didn't seem like they had a fire lit in their, in their butt. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that's that's really just it, though. I mean, Villanova will just take advantage of any opportunity they can see because they know they can take it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it kind of makes you question too, but. And in definitely Michigan's case uh, While my dad and I were watching it You know, you could see Within the first 12 minutes of the game Wagner was just like out of breath And he was like stumbling over his feet You know, he's just Oh, okay, Because right. he was just so overplayed I mean, he's a great player He's a great rebounder He's got He's a huge Huge guy for him But, you know They just couldn't win the game And deliver I guess was the Yeah Thing But Congrats to Villanova For playing a monster game you know?
0: That's for sure
1: but um, anything else to add for NCAA? Uh
0: You probably won't see Oklahoma in the tournament for another seven years until they Trae find un, somebody.
1: Now that Trey Young declared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Moving on to the NFL, there have been a lot of uh, trade moves, um, a lot of people moving from place to place. Yeah, today, just three hours ago, the
0: Broncos uh, signed a – the dancing punter, Marquette King, from the old Clinton Raiders. So, I mean, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's definitely an addition. Or, I mean, I'm not
1: complaining. That's <laughs> Speaking of uh, the Broncos, they also lost um, Akib Tlaib, which I didn't really see coming. Um, oh, okay. To the Rams, but, yeah, they have added significant talent to their roster. They have, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his first name, but, <laughs> uh, You can. Sua Cravens. No, no. The, he played for the Dolphins. Oh whoa, sorry. Yeah. Um him, Akib Talib, Brandon Cooks from the Patriots, which I didn't see coming either, so they have really beefed up their uh their defense and offense. Um, I'd like to see them go far. I think they're another one of those sleeper teams. I like uh I like Jared Goff.
0: Yeah, the Rams. I'm a fan of the Rams. Wade Davis or not Wade Davis, well Philip <laughs> Wade Phillips is over there, and I'm a fan of his defense. And yeah. I'm gonna miss Saqib Tlaib, lead, Mister Two Chains. Yeah.
1: Oh, he lot. always got gotten those fights with Crabtree. <laughs> yeah. Something disrespectful. <laughs> something. Yeah. Um.
0: What's that guy's name? The Denver Broncos just got Su'a Cravens, the cornerback or the safety from the Redskins.
1: Okay. Um. Another big signing was uh, the Baltimore Ravens signing RG three who's been out of the game for, oh, for a while. For real? For real. Why? Well, I, I, it's fine. I'm kind of surprised. One side of the aisle says Joe Flacco was washed up, and you know he was good when they won the Super Bowl. When the lights went out. Yeah, yeah and they need, sure. they need a new player now. But Interesting. Is Robert Griffin your best option, though? I've, I've heard a lot of buzz about Johnny Manziel, and trust me, I hate him because he's just, I don't know. He, he has just turned me off to Johnny Football, honestly. He was, I believe it, yeah. He was just cocky, and then he went to go partying and got, got involved with drugs. It just makes me not like him as much, I guess. But, hey, if, if the Ravens can make him work, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that. Um, Kirk Cousins goes to the Vikings and uh, switches place with Case Keenum. To that's Denver, right. So. Bronco gets Case Keenum. So, that's a good one. Uh, Richard Sherman to the 49ers. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So he uh, he got injured, I think, halfway or more than halfway through the season. And rumors were uh, going around that he didn't really see a future in Seattle. And then uh, Pete Carroll was trying to deny him and push those rumors down. But he uh, went to one of their arch nemesis, um, the 49ers. So that'd be fun, though. Do you think uh, Russell Wilson's going to be their quarterback this season? You know, I'd like to think so. Or is he going to stay with the Yankees? I'm not really sure what to think about him playing baseball. It was weird seeing him in a Rangers uniform when he played for Texas. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see a dual-sport athlete because we don't usually see those very often. It's true. But is he worth the money the Yankees are paying him, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure.
0: I'm not sure. I'm just... I'm very. I'm more curious of what's happening in Seattle. Yeah. Because that franchise seems to be going through a rocky road right
1: now, when they were just when they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. What? They still have Cam Chancellor now. I think that's their, He's a key player.
0: Um, it's crazy. The Legion of Boom is done. Gone. The No Fly Zone is dismantled. The Broncos' famed defense. What's going
1: on? There's no... Patriots were literally traded every good part of their offense. You, <laughs> you still got Tom Brady and uh, Julian Gronk. Edelman and Gronk, but... I don't know, man. This season will be a
0: lot of, uh, probably a new some new names coming out here. That's yeah. for sure.
1: Um, another big one was out of New York. Um, re- trade rumors about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. leaving. Oh, yeah. I heard about um, that. And I think he was arguing about pay or something like that. Um, I know that was a big significant factor in him possibly leaving. Right. But I thought now that they have one of the, I think they have the second pick in the draft. Saquon Barkley is up for up for grabs, and could he replace him? That's oh interesting. You know, because he Saquon is a talent that a lot of people haven't seen before. He is just a monster. You know, he could he could add a lot of offensive help to the Giants because they definitely need it. That's true. Definitely, definitely. Interesting. After, after last year, last year losing all four year wide receivers, you know, yeah, they were they were not a good. Spot. Dang. But then another thought came to me. Now that San Francisco picked up Richard Sherman, what about OBJ going there? Mm. Jimmy Garoppolo, Richard Sherman, and Odell Beckham Jr. That's Dang. That, that's a big three, man. That's the new.
0: Yeah, that that would be big.
1: Forty Nineers are on the come up, I think. But yeah. They haven't lost since... <laughs> they were undefeated, That's true. I guess. Um, Patriots released Brandon Cooks, um, as previously stated, to the Rams.
0: i was surprised they
1: gave up Danny Amendola. Yeah, to the Dolphins. I'm not really sure what was going through his mind, but
0: I, I can't even I can't even name it. Well, their... it's
1: part of the Patriot
0: way, I guess. Maybe Danny... And... I don't think he was on his downturn, though. I, I, not I, yet. I don't think
1: so either, but... Um, I did hear that Brady uh, said that the uh they didn't disagree with the Brandon Cooks trade. They thought he wasn't a good place for oh, for interesting the in New England, but okay. You know, he's playing for the system, so it's this biz- business. They'll make it work, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really just about it for the NFL.
0: Drafts coming up here pretty soon. I'm excited. And also, you had a really great piece on uh Shaquem Barrett. Uh, Shaquem Griffin. Or sorry, Griffin, yeah, my bad. I was watching Barrett Jackson auto trader earlier today, so that <laughs> Yeah, you had a really great piece on him in the in the Valley Forge, so it's still on our front page, so You should probably uh, go check it out. Give, Give it a click. Moving on to the NBA. NBA. Oh my gosh! Playoffs. Let me let me say this. Nearly okay? set. Nearly set. The Broncos are never, it's, wow. Broncos. <laughs> Forgive me. The Nuggets number nine. They're looking in. But did you see their game against Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Did you see? You hear anything about it? I think oh. that game has to be into, one of the craziest games. Went into overtime. This season. I know that. The Nuggets were down three with thirty seconds left, and they missed their shot. And Milwaukee has the ball back. So the Milwaukee, with about five seconds left, calls. You know, there's a timeout. In there, so they go to inbound the pass. Three seconds left, and Jamal Murray tips it at half court out of his hand because he's running out of nowhere. Tips it, takes it, takes a horrible three-point shot, but gets fouled. Banks all three shots to send it into overtime. Mm. To where then the Nuggets just dropped four three-pointers and won the game. Well, wow. I I couldn't believe it. That was an insane just an it insane pretty, game. Pretty high scoring too, 128-125. Uh, it just what what a steal for a team that didn't look like they had any playoff chances left.
1: And if you click on the uh, Denver Nuggets ESPN page, can we just enjoy Nikola Jokic for a minute? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's funny. <laughs> the Joker. Do you think they're a possible
0: possible playoff spot for? They're them? one game out. So I would say until the last game of the season, they uh, they still have a chance. Let's see here. The standings. Man, you've got... The West is crazy right now. That's just that's you, the main okay, thing, really. Yeah, let's recap. Okay, so Utah 45-33. San Antonio... Is 45-34. Oklahoma City's 45-34. Minnesota's 44-34. New Orleans is 44-34. The Nuggets are 43-35, and and the Clippers are 42-36. So from fourth place to tenth place, you have six teams that are
1: three games apart from each other. Three game difference right there. Yeah, and only three teams have clinched, which is which is really weird. But this is going to go to the last game of the season. I can't believe the Utah Jazz moved up that. I mean, they were, they had a twenty game deficit at one point. Yeah. They were twenty and forty, I think, at one point, and, or no, not twenty and forty, but. No, I hear you. Yeah. But they they had they were significantly bad, and then they really just upped it. So I
0: guess this is the hard question: which 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 two don't make it out of the six? let's see their last let's do last 10
1: of who
0: utah is seven and three san antonio is six and four okc minnesota and new orleans are all five and five denver is six and four and the clippers are five and five
1: so yeah you have, yeah you have the
0: team who has the most that has the biggest streak right now is utah and denver both have a three-game winning streak Eight.
1: san antonio has lost two in a row you got you got four teams... Ah, oh, dude, this is crazy. Four teams that are 5-5. Five and five. San Antonio is still going to keep the streak alive of making the playoffs. I think they have the longest streak ever. But they won't have 50 games, which is... They've had that streak since, like, early 2000s, I think. Yeah. Um, which is a little discouraging to me because I don't feel like they make... Uh, they'll make the playoffs. I'm just not sure how far. Um, I can't... I really can't tell. I mean i think jimmy butler still might be out for minnesota new orleans doesn't have uh, demarcus cousins okc is still struggling with that chemistry to just really fuse together people are saying Mello and uh, paul george are bringing uh, westbrook down because he's used to leading the game so much dang okay so today
0: the clippers and jazz play as well as the timberwolves and the nuggets so there's four there's there's four of them making it right there. Yeah. That'll be a big uh man.
1: And right now it'd be the Rockets, the Pelicans, Warriors, Timberwolves, Blazers, Thunder, Jazz, Spurs. I mean I might have to jump on your bandwagon here and, and see if, if Denver can really get it done. Um well, if
0: they can take Minnesota. They'll uh They'll be right in the mix there for seventh and eighth. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man.
1: But here's the thing: if if you're gonna if
0: Oklahoma City doesn't make the playoffs, that it's time for a rebuild.
1: You you blow that thing up and you start all over. Well, any team that needs to beat them still needs two games, which is Denver and the Clippers. So.
0: Just just say it, they're 5-5 and and they've lost one.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Okay. If Denver does make it, be ready for a first-round sweep from the Rockets. That's okay. That's okay. I just, it'll be nice to say that that finally
0: we made it. Okay. We did something. All
1: right. (laughs) I mean, as long as you settle with that fact.
0: but Or it'll be like the Seattle Supersonics again where it's a crazy first-round upset.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Um... I think the Jazz is gonna make it. Spurs are gonna continue the hot streak. I think Denver might sneak in, and uh, I think either OKC or the Pelicans are gonna be bumped out. Okay. Because you can't rely, uh, the Pelicans. You can't rely everything on AD. Um, That's true. Rajon Rondo has a couple good assists here and there. Drew Holiday is yep. a decent shooter, but it's yeah it, it won't be enough to me. Okay. I think Denver as a whole will be better. But if the uh,
0: if the Barton extension rejection doesn't ruin team morale, yeah, I think that's a big thing. Well, Barton rejected a four-year, forty-two million dollar extension, the highest that the Nuggets could offer, and he rejected it. So he think he's thinking about taking his talents to Miami or something Shades like that. Shades of
1: Arrieta. Shades of. He's gonna tear up a little bit, but. <clears throat> What if I told you? We moved on. The, uh, <laughs> we moved on. The Eastern Conference. Uh, all the playoff spots have been clinched. Just wish it was that easy for the West. Yes! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Toronto at number one. Boston at two. Cleveland three. Philly four. Pacers five. Heat six. Wizards seven. Milwaukee eight. It'll be fun. Playoff basketball in Milwaukee. The 76ers on a 10 win streak, or 12 game win streak. They're 10-0 in their last ten. Interesting. So, trust the process. Hot right now. Do um,
0: you think there's a chance for the Bucks to actually be a competitor against the Raptors in the first round?
1: No. See, the Raptors, though, let's just click on them. They have lost a couple weird games. Uh, they lost to the Cavaliers. They lost, lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Clippers recently. I don't know how that happened. They barely beat the Nuggets. Barely beat the Nuggets. You, you can't be a contender if you're barely winning games. You know, it's true. But you yeah. know, I don't know. Or you could pull a Stephanie and say that, <laughs> oh, the, the the Cavaliers are going to make the whole thing. You know, yeah, because he's just so. <laughs> Even though he's a LeBron hater, you know. I know, I know. Which doesn't make sense to me, but you know.
0: Well, that's what the playoffs are starting to shape like. Tonight's going to be a big night,
1: that's for sure. Right, and just recently, I think, shoot, three hours ago. Um, Boston Celtics reported that Kyrie will miss the rest of the season with a knee. Whoa. He's gonna have a knee surgery, so he's out. That probably hurts the Celtics a little bit. That yeah, that hurts him a lot. <laughs> but they're playing in Washington, so yeah. So the
0: big games today, Clippers and Jazz, Timberwolves and Nuggets, and then tomorrow you've got The Pelicans versus the Suns, which is probably an easy win. And then the Timberwolves versus the Lakers, which is probably another expected win. Yeah. So, But then on Saturday, you have the Nuggets versus the Clippers. Pelicans and Warriors. And Trailblazers and Suns. And the Warriors have been really suffering. And the Thunder versus the Rocket. Okay. So this weekend's going to shape up everything. Yeah. Because there's only season ends next
1: week yeah next wednesday and i read a really interesting article on a bleacher report about um and this was a little like slippery slope kind of seeming just because a lot of the warriors players were injured and right is the is their dynasty over and you know i was like okay you have your best players injured what else would you think if (laughs) you know yeah but that's how that's how the playoffs are shaping out to be um just recently, the uh, Hall of Fame inductees were na- er, were announced. Uh, Steve Nash, the assist uh, king, no disrespect to John Stockton.
0: Yeah, right. Uh,
1: Grant Hill, Ray Allen, Jason Kidd, and Maurice Cheeks. That's not bad. Are these deserving, or did you think anyone got snubbed?
0: Uh, I think Steve Nash, I think, should have. I think that's fair. Yeah. Steve Nash, Jason Great. Kidd
1: was solid for so long. NBA champion. You know. Yeah. I'm not too sure about how deserving Grant Hill was. I mean, he's a good player, but yeah. didn't really achieve too much. realen mm-hmm. Allen, easy. Uh, Two time NBA champion, or the greatest. Who would you replace Grant Hill with? Honestly, Chris Weber. Interesting. Chris Weber. I think he okay. got snubbed, but I don't know if Nate Robinson's in there either.
0: I don't think Nate Robinson deserves Another an one NHLF. is interesting.
1: uh... uh Derrick Rose, do you think he's no no? He's achieved so much for Chicago, though. Oh, oh gee, oh my God! For one year, one of the greatest rookies oh, ever, okay. twenty eleven MVP. Oh, okay, maybe I'm just
0: biased. I you think know. you're a little biased. I...
1: No, no, he peaked early. I guess peaked way too early. Alright, I guess he's not deserving. But other people will give you the argument that worse players are than him are in, so that justifies that. Yeah, that can justify it, but still doesn't make it right. All right. I think overall that's pretty deserving. Okay. I'd throw Chris Webber in there, but... Because <laughs> he, he called the timeout game. That's
0: right, that's right.
1: Um, but yeah, that's, that's really shaping up the playoffs for NBA. Um, what do you guys think? Is the uh, Hall of Fame inductees deserving? Should some be not in there, other are snubbed? Uh, let us know. But we're moving on to Major League Baseball. Oh, man. Opening let day, me tell
0: you how good it feels. Opening day came on. For and baseball to be back. It, it feels so good. I finally have a sport I can take a nap to again. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, let, Let's me, just, let me just quick hit you with a couple things okay. here. Hit me. Let's Team go. with the most home runs. Rockies with 10. What? Yep. No. Rockies had 10 home Who, runs. Who's got second best? Charlie Blackman has four home runs to start the season already. Okay. Um, actually, sorry, I was just only going to quick hit you with rocky stuff. Oh. Right. But the development this year, I did not realize that the <clears throat> Arizona Diamondbacks installed a humidor this year. A huma what? It's called a Humidor? Humidor. Yeah. Like a matador? Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Please elaborate. To keep humidor... So, okay. The humidor fiasco started back when people started realizing that baseballs were leaving faster at Coors Field than ever before. Oh, and the they they figured out that Coors Field, the elevation, the dry air, the thin air, all that stuff. So you have the most home runs per at-bats in on record season at Coors Field for from ninety five to it's a it's a scientific injustice to two thousand one I think okay so they they installed the humidor which is supposed to keep the baseballs a little bit more weighted and okay. not susceptible to leaving the park fast. There's a science behind it. I don't completely understand. They, they tried it. the
1: miles per hour and
0: and so then that is supposed to keep the the balls in the park so to speak. Okay. So. And it did. Home run rates went down. The balls just don't travel as far. So Arizona, so everyone says, well, Coors, 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 you know, all those high-scoring games, which is, yes, you're going to get that. It's Mm. just part of Rockies baseball. But Arizona and San Diego now have the most home runs per A.B., in MLB right now. So okay. the reason why it happened in San Diego, you would be like, well, no, San Diego sea C-level. Why would that happen? Right. Well, ever since they put that giant freaking scoreboard up in their center field, there's no wind to stop the baseball now. Oh. So, dude, hmm. you should see the, the the stats are there. You just look it up. San Diego home runs, center field. The, the Padres are suddenly good again. <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't help them. Yeah. Everybody else hits home runs. They can't. Yeah. And then Arizona, the Chase Field, the, the air, the the hollow confines of a building that it is, home runs are hit a lot there. And so I think they finally realized that and wanted to put a, a damper on that. So they installed a humidor this okay. season and didn't really work against the Rockies. <laughs> yep. But we'll see indicative how it is of the season. But, yeah, that's just so you know. That's interesting. Don't be surprised when people talk about a lot of home runs in San Diego, yeah. as well as Arizona now has a humidor as well. So, just a
1: quick, quick hit you with that, just so you know. Uh, two main things I wanted to talk about. First off, okay, which is making the most headlines, the Yankees mash Bros, which would be Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, um, despite how the, how how well they've done so far. How 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 do you think they're gonna fare throughout the season? Do you think they're gonna continue? I just
0: think they're gonna smash the, the, the There's no they made a Rod, no not A Rod, Derek Cheater created a monster when he traded Giancarlo there. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. Baseball well, should have put
1: a block on it, but he's he's undercover. He's like, Alright, got you guys the big hitter. Yeah, seriously. And what are the Marlins gonna do? Nothing. Tanking. <laughs> they're in that ugly baseball park and they're just gonna tank. I mean, they're already got the brown paper bags on them, so. That's true. So, but it's it's pretty smart. Um, I think they're ranked in the top five. I do believe in the in the power rankings along with the Dodgers, Nationals, Cubs. Who does? Um, the Yankees. Yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> the Yankees are four and two. Okay.
0: They're they've won two right now, and Boston also has a fast start too at five and one. Okay. So. Cool. Let's see here. Some notables. Even though it's early, Chicago White Sox leads the Central with Minnesota at 3 and 2. We'll see how long that lasts. Forget that. Houston 6 and 1. Okay. The Angels are 5 and 2. And the National League, let's see. <laughs> the East might shape up to be interesting so far. The Mets are 5 and 1 Atlanta for some reason is 4 and 2. I don't think that's going to last very long. No, I don't think. In Washington's four and three. Okay. In the Central, you've got Pittsburgh at four and one, Milwaukee four and two, the Cubs are two and three, and in the West, Arizona uh, took two games from the Rockies to go five and one, and then Colorado's three and three. San Francisco lost Mad Bum for a while, so yeah. they're probably not going to play well. I heard that. And then the Dodgers already have some early injury issues, and they have no depth. Whatsoever, so don't expect them to be good. And then San Diego is just going to be San Diego and just suck. Despite so, the, bo- the 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 scoreboard, because everyone else can hit home runs, okay. the only person that really Will Myers is so good
1: for them. Yeah, I just hate to see him waste, <laughs> waste his, his talent. Waste there. his talent in San Diego. Oh, funny quip! My uh, older brother took a vacation to Colorado or not Colorado, California. Okay, he was in L A. And uh, I was at work, and he sent me a picture of him having brunch with Max Scherzer. No way! Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll show you right now. Just that kidding. is so cool. I was like, "That's not him." He's like, "Yeah, just show dad." Yeah. So <laughs> look at his eyes. Right, it's him. It was. Uh, it's pretty interesting, but he's not going to win Cy Young anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? That's true. But yeah. Here's my question to you: Do you
0: think it? That is awesome. Nice. <laughs> What do you think
1: about uh, Shohei Otani? <clears throat> I I watched a, a sixty-minute um, thing about him and uh, I was like, okay, this is a cool story. It's a it's a good story, but um, there's a vast difference between Japanese baseball. Did you see what he did though? I I did. He s- changed. I
0: I did see something that. big from spring training to now. Yeah. He so in jep in Japan, it didn't really matter. He had a nice little leg kick uh but in spring training, that leg kick really hurt him a lot because I think that was taken away from his ability to kind of make hand eye to contact to the bat and um as well as if you do too many extra things you're gonna it you can keep up with it for a while, but it's gonna come back to bite you eventually yeah and um uh Otani changed his his uh his batting stance, yeah, he doesn't do a leg kick anymore. He does like a not even a toe tip anymore or a toe touch, like some guys do. He literally just kind of plants his left foot into the ground and kind of chokes up on his swing more. And that is indicative because he freaking took Corey Kluber center field, yeah, I think yesterday or two days ago. No one does that, no one takes Corey Kluber center field, and in Otani. Because of that change in spring training, it's super hard to change your batting stance too and get used to it. But there's not a leg kick anymore. He kept his foot on the ground and it's he's actually he's doing okay. he's doing okay. So it's kinda of like Markel Fultz fixing his shot. That's yeah. Props props on him for making that adjustment. Yeah. And um we'll see as uh as the grind of the season goes through if he'll revert to that. But it's almost like it reminded me of Bryce Harper. Yeah. Where he had that leg kick too until he um adjusted. Yeah, he was going through a huge slump, kept his foot on the ground and more power to him instead of from going
1: 50-50 he went 70-30 and now
0: he's he hasn't looked back.
1: But will uh, Otani get as mad at umpires? <laughs> Cuz that's just one thing I like to see is is uh Bryce Harper getting in the face <gasps> I of I don't think so. I
0: think that's uh he'll he'll, he'll keep his cool. That's Harper.
1: Um to answer the question if he's overhyped or fairly i think we got to give him more time more time okay i think he's kind of overhyped just because he's this like this sensation um but you know with the right time and the right mechanics like you said i think he'll 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 uh, he'll do okay okay valid plus him and mike trout are you kidding me i know
0: i know shoot um other news to come out today is is that the rockies or last night the rockies signed uh Star, two-time All-Star center fielder and NL batting champ Charlie Blackman to a six-year, one hundred and eight million dollar deal. Well deserved. Which I I listened to a lot of different things about it. They were like, "Well, Charlie's going to be thirty-seven when he's done." Blah 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 blah. And I was,
1: is that how old he is? Yeah, he's
0: thirty-one right now. Oh, dang! And I was like, "Well, he's been in the Rockies organization since two thousand eight, so ten years." So he was 21 when he got there. So right on par, he's grown up in the system. And they gave Lorenzo Cain, like the, the, a similar deal was Lorenzo Cain got 80 million for four years, or 80 for five, I think. I can't remember, 80 oh. for four, 80 for five, and he's out of San Francisco. Okay. And I was like, Charlie Blackman is empirically better Charlie Blackman's been a part of the system, and Charlie Blackman doesn't want to go anywhere else. And so if you, when you take that into account, I think the numbers are fair for both teams. There's a $2 million signing dollar bonus, and then the Rockies have a team option for the last two years. And on the last year, it goes from $21 million to $12 million in case. Which gives them some flexibility. Which gives them flexibility, but at the same time, you know, you, you really... Chuck Nancy, I don't think, wants to go anywhere else. He's really made himself... I would say one of the faces in Colorado along with Arenado. Yeah. And they both have really taken that role since Troy Tulowitzki was traded away. So I think that's And here fair. and how close Carlos
1: Gonzalez was to being traded this year and
0: Carlos has just been tearing it up to start the season. Hearing those
1: three attributes you just said, I mean alone by aside from being a good player, that just makes him want me to, it want, makes me want him to stay there, you know. Yeah, so I just think
0: I think I think the deal is fair. The Rockies have some options in their back pocket as well as then Charlie gets fair, fair enough. All star money because he's definitely he's made a freaking name for himself the past five years, Absolutely. becoming arguably the best center fielder in baseball.
1: Yeah. By the way, I probably have said this before, but I love that picture of uh, Arnado. He's got blood coming out of his
0: forehead. Yeah, the the, the Father's Day game. so bad. I will never forget that game. Oh, my gosh. I was laying in bed, and I was watching it on MLB.tv, and the game was not going well for the Rockies. And so I'm laying there, and I'd fallen asleep, and I woke up in the ninth inning, and I was like, well, I guess I better watch if they're going to do something. And sure enough, who was it? The pitcher? The pinch hitter. So Vileka got on base. Then Chuck Glancy got on base. Then DJ LeMayu got on base. And then Nolan Arenado's up. And I'm like, I said to myself, I'm not kidding. I was like, wow, this could be fun if you won. And then sure enough, first pitch, bam, out of the park. I jumped out of my bed. I ran downstairs. I gave my mom and dad a hug. And they were like, what's wrong? And I was like, the Rockies just won the craziest game I've
1: seen in like four years.
0: And you know the post game interview, he's got the blood running down his like the side of his face, and now they make T shirts out of it. That's so cool. There's that I've been waiting to get one on sale, but they've got some pretty cool gladiator jerseys. Did he get that from like sliding into a base or something? No, he got that when everybody huddled around him. Really? So yeah, he one of the helmets from the teammates clocked him while he was celebrating. So that's just so badass. It is. I can respect that. My question, though, is, is that, and Wade Davis has been lights out for the Rockies, by the way, so any Cubs fans I, out there, I thanks thanks for that. I hate you. Greg Holland, the biggest reliever, still on the free market, signed with uh, St. Louis and is probably going to make his appearance this week. So I was pretty, like, disappointed. And the funny part is, is that he went to go sign with St. Louis for less money than what the Rockies were offering him. So I was like, sucks to be you, bro. Yeah, he's dead to me now. Yeah, and he's an all-star. I, t- touchy subject. I'm just disappointed. But we got Wade Davis. He's doing okay.
1: The, See, Cubs, I, I, the I should be mad, but I'm happy for it. Okay, thank you.
0: The <laughs> Cubs are doing okay. I think they'll come around. But my real question is, is do you think that the White Sox are going to be sustainably good this year with all of the plethora of picks that they've accumulated the past two years are starting to so, show some fruition? Do you think they're going to be five hundred this year? Do, you think, do
1: I think the results of the build, the the rebuild, are going to come to fruition?
0: Yes. Are they going to no? Are they going to make five hundred? Are they going to be five hundred this year? Eighty two, eighty two,
1: or eighty one, eighty one.
0: That's the real question.
1: I I uh, it comes down to how good their fielding is. Is there Relief pitchers good enough. I mean, I remember last year going back to the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. As much as I hate them, they had one of the best relief lineup pitchings in that league. It's them and the Rockies. Yeah. Are the best bullpen in baseball um, right now. I don't know. Maybe it's just the Cubs part of me coming out and saying no. But I think I think they're going to.
0: That's think, where, that's where I will differ with you. You think so? I think the picks that they've gotten that are. ML, MILB Pipeline Top 100 players, they had like six of them in there. I think some of them are going to start showing up big time for the White Sox here soon. Like playoffs, maybe? No. No. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. But I think the rebuild is is going to show, show some signs of Trust life. Trust the rebuild. So uh, that's me, though. I'll take your word
1: for it. But.
0: Okay. Well. So, Lastly, and probably arguably one of the crazier seasons in NHL history is coming down the works here. And if anybody's a Blackhawks fans, you guys know what you did last night, that was insane. Did you see that?: I don't think so. So the blues <clears throat> so you've got <laughs> you've got the avalanche who are who have 93 points and you have the St. Louis Blues who have 92 points and you have Dallas who has 90 points. Dallas isn't going to make it. They're they're going to be out here soon. St. Louis and Avalanche have been fighting back and forth 93 92 for that last wild card playoff spot. And so the Avalanche lost to Anaheim in overtime. Avalanche lost to LA. I'm thinking to myself like shoot, here goes our season like here it is and all of a sudden the Blackhawks give us a present that I haven't seen since Christ himself raised from the dead and the Blackhawks are down 3-2 to two in the third period and with minutes left the Blackhawks score goal to tie the game and I was like okay fine whatever this is cool and then Alex Debrinkat Nails won in like the final minute to put the Blackhawks up over the Blues four to three and wins the game. It's GWG. Scott,
1: it it's Scott Foster.
0: Uh, it's a Scott Scott Foster hockey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was So I know that's negative for a Blues fan, but for just that that playoff race, man, the last night is crazy. Yeah. So but what we have here. The three representatives from the Central so far are Nashville, Winnipeg, and Minnesota. And then from the Pacific, it's Vegas, San Jose, and Anaheim. And so in the wild card, Los Angeles has clinched it, but the Avalanche and the Blues are fighting for that last spot. Um, the Avalanche plays San Jose tonight, so that's going to be uh, – if they win that, they're probably – there's two games left in the season so if the avalanche win this one they can really much seal their deal here um, with that spot so but with the eastern conference you have washington and pittsburgh and uh columbus in the metropolitan and in the atlantic you have all three spots clinched with boston tampa bay and toronto in so the thing here is is, is that you have <coughs> florida is not looking into the playoffs. It's, it's pretty much between New Jersey and Philadelphia. New Jersey has 95 points and Philadelphia has 94. So I think they're safe. They're not technically, like Florida's not technically eliminated, but I mean, just. So the only real competition here is, is that if Columbus holds on to that third seed in the Metropolitan or gets relegated to a wild card spot. Okay. So that's the only area of concern, but it pretty much the Eastern Conference all wrapped up here. With eighty games left in the season. So
1: Does Connor McDavid kinda of look like Ivan Drago? A little bit, yeah. A little he bit. He definitely does. It's got the shades of Talk it. Talking
0: about disappointment of the season.
1: The, Oil- been...
0: the Oilers were supposed to oh. be good and they really the the McDavid uh star studded uh love story fell apart, so
1: but Nathan McKinnon's doing well. 94 points.
0: 94 points, and he missed eight games because of an injury. That's pretty and good to has in top five. Yeah. Let's see. 94 points. The goals. Alex Ovechkin rode to 50. I don't think he's getting it this year unless he has a crazy... Just mind-blowing Two double hat tricks. Yeah. At 46... Vegas Golden Knights, man. William Carlson. He's Whoa. got a plus 49. Look a, look a Black Blackhawks player. Craig <laughs> Crawford with the save percentage. He didn't have to play too many games Somehow, this year.
1: Somehow, yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, Scott Foster. Just kidding. Wow.
0: Scott Foster, man. Do you want to explain that story?
1: Yeah, so... Uh, that was insane. So uh, the Blackhawks lost both of their goalies. And, uh, and to note that the Ice Hogs were in... Canada. Right, so there's no way you're. So
0: you're not getting JF Barube and you're not getting uh, 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 Delia. Yeah. He wasn't going to be there.
1: So the uh, Blackhawks are forced to go to their third option, which was a 36 year old accountant named Scott Foster. Who they usually, the Blackhawks, you know, teams usually just have two
0: backup goalies that they just give a dinner and a, a nice, you know, a nice dinner and a box
1: seat to watch the game, right. but at, take it away. So they needed a goalie to play the game, and they're like, <laughs> Scott, you're playing. He's like, okay. So 14 minutes before the game started, they pulled him on, he threw a jersey on, and he ended up having... And s- the
0: last time he played hockey was in college.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's been a minute it's while, been a hot minute while he was a uh, crunch numbers yeah you know, <laughs> but he ended up having seven saves that night and uh was kind of the hero of the day
0: my favorite uh it's a cool story the sb nation um uh <laughs> twitter account for the blackhawks is they they have their handle name right now is a scott foster second city hockey yeah it cracks me up yeah but that's like the cinderella story of the year yeah. man
1: Crazy. Besides Loyola,
0: I mean. I mean, right, right, right. Loyola is crazy, but the one, one-off one story, I guess, would be Scott Foster.
1: Sister Jean and Scott Foster. I know. What
0: a good pair. What what a story. Um, yeah, so, I mean, most teams in the NHL have uh, two games left. They're, most people are at 80 games. It's going to be really indicative. Tonight, the Avs play the the Sharks let's see here I'm pulling up their schedule right now let's see Avs and Sharks tonight let's see if the the Blues don't play anybody because they played Chicago and lost yesterday tomorrow oh oh oh! it's a home and home so then the Blackhawks and the Blues play again tomorrow so the Blackhawks could really play just the best spoilers <laughs> the best spoiler roles seriously yeah. And then Saturday, oh, it's going to be on TV. That's for sure. Avalanche and Blues for the final game of the season, probably to decide the playoff spot. There you go. There you go. That's great. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Minnesota. wild. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This. Oh, and I guess um, I guess one last piece of news that is really rocking the NHL world is is that the Sedine twins are calling it quits after 18 seasons in vancouver wow they uh they they both amassed over a thousand points so individually not even together oh, really? so wow. i think uh henrik the Sidine has uh 600 goals thousand points and then uh daniel Sidine has like 500 or late or a higher 400 so but it's so cool i lo- i've always loved their story some people call them the Sidine sisters to emasculate <laughs> them that way but uh they, I always thought it was so cool to have the twin brothers. Yeah, that, that they, cool. they really. I was watching like some stuff about them, and they were saying that they really changed the face of hockey on how hockey is played against the glass, against the boards, okay. because they always knew where they like. You, you know, you play with someone, you know how it goes. You know your line mates. So they always knew where the, each other's were, so they didn't have to look back while they were being pressed against the board to pass the puck behind them to know that they were there. Yeah. So they really evolved hockey that way of playing secret, like, you know, no-look passes behind. Yeah. You know, they they really changed the sport that way. Dimes. Learning how to be a good teammate and know where each other's are. The chemistry was clearly yeah. there. So I think they're, they're definitely going to be missed in Vancouver, who's been hurting for a while, so. Yeah.
1: Not as much as the Senators though.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right. But, yeah. Yeah, any other anecdotes or anything you have for
1: the week? Um, oh, there was a uh, – Miami was playing in Atlanta for NBA, and I think there's some sort of, like, special contest, like if, if Miami missed all their free throws or something, every person in the crowd got a Chick-fil-A sandwich or something like that. No way. And Miami was at the charity stripe, and he sinks a shot. And everyone, he, he was like mocking the crowd because he knew that they would have gotten free food. And he was like,
0: shh.
1: Yeah. It was, it was funny. But yeah. But other than that, I think that kind of wraps up this episode. Uh, it's a little, little, little different change of scenery, but that's okay. So
0: That's what we're here for. So have a good week. Keep your eyes on the ground. NHL, NBA hockey games are going to be really sweet this weekend to watch. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See you later. Peace.